everybody. My name is Neil Vatz, and today's interview is going to be with Dr. Jacobson. So, Dr. Jacobson, the first question I would like to ask is, could you please tell me a little bit about yourself and your educational background? Of course. Uh, I'm a Los Angeles native. I was born and raised here. I started my undergraduate uh, at UCLA. I was a history major. And after doing four years of undergrad at UCLA, uh, I studied for my DAT. I had about one year off. And during that year, I actually did a master's degree in public health. And, uh, and at the same time, I did my DAT and applied to dental school. And I was lucky enough to stay local in Los Angeles. And I did my uh, dental school four years at USC, which was really good and give you a really good foundation. And the beauty of going, staying local was that I got to serve uh, the community that I was going to serve as a professional. So it was really, you know, it, it was really helpful doing that same kind of dentistry in the school, which is the same neighborhood that I have my own private practice in right now, which is in the greater Los Angeles area. And uh, here I am now. All right. So I just wanted to touch back on how you said, uh, could you please, what was your undergraduate uh, major you said? History. So what made you want to switch from history into dental? Actually, so I'm a, a second generation dentist. And, you know, I did, wanting to be a dentist was something I knew early on. And actually, before I started undergrad, when I wanted to do uh, uh, dentistry, I actually, before I even started, I didn't know that there was no dental the uh, major, you know, I, 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 I thought there was going to be a dental major. And they said, No, there's no dental major, there's dental prerequisites, but there's no dental major. So I, even though I knew I wanted to be a dentist, uh, you know, the people around me, the people closest to me, they were choosing majors that they just had a, a genuine interest in. And for me, history was one of those degrees that, you know, I just wanted to gain more knowledge on I love history. That was one of my favorite subjects in high school and even way early on when I was when I was learning uh, ancient Egyptian history and it was just very uh, interesting to me so that's why I chose a history major and at the same time I was doing my dental prerequisites it was a little bit challenging probably because there was a lot of course load but I think you know having that diverse kind of uh, education really helped Okay, so um, I, as we previously talked, you told me that you do prosthodontist caliber work and you have training in prosthodontics. So right. what made you want to go into the field of prosthodontics as opposed to like being an orthodontist or a dentist? Great question. So, um, you know, I, if anyone tells you that before dental school, they know what they want to be, I can't say 100% of the time, but most of the time they don't, they're not, they don't know what they're talking about because really as far as a specialty, you don't know until you start dental school and you get your feet wet and you start learning about these different techniques and procedures in dental school. That's when you kind of know, okay, which, which niche are you wanting to go towards? So for me, I, early on in dental school, when you learn about morphology, which is the study of the shape of teeth and, and the anatomy of the teeth, and uh, and dental materials, you know, there's so many. I don't I don't know one other uh, field in medicine or health that there's so many different materials that you have to know. And where I went, at USC, they they really focused their curriculum, or they used to at least. I know now it's a little bit different, 
but at that time they really focused their curriculum around uh you know prosthodontic kind of education so they were really in the curriculum it was really heavy with dental materials learning about gold learning about different metals uh, about different impression materials the different setting time of the impression materials what material withstands the most force when you chew and and all of these types of things so it for me you know i just had a really good interest in that at the beginning and and uh you know in the third and fourth year in dental school is when you really get your feet wet and start doing uh treatment on on actual patients and i was really fortunate enough to to have really good learning cases that prepared me and uh really taught me how to do good prost work in dental school and something that i kind of grew towards was a little bit of instant results you know with orthodontic you you meant you mentioned um you know the result is great i'm sure you can go really huge results from a to z but it's not as instant you know yeah, they, they take lots of time like they take like, lots of time yeah. it's about two years you know at that time when i was in that school it was about two years usually per treatment yeah invisalign wasn't as mainstream as it is now mm-hmm. you know where they say six months to 12 months but at that time it was like the general um orthodontic treatment was about two years yeah. So, you know, I, I don't, maybe I wasn't patient enough, but at the same time, I feel like patients really are appreciative when it's something that is quick and, you know, process work is one of those things where you can really change your patient's life. And the beauty of it is it's done kind of a shorter time span. Some, some, don't get me wrong. Some cases take a long time in process too, yeah. or in, uh, you know, in general dentistry, but I would say when you're doing smile makeovers, veneers, things of that nature it's it's something that is you know you can change change a totally changed smile in in one month yeah so um for the people that are listening to this interview that don't know much about like dentistry in general uh could you please give like a little bit of a breakdown of the difference differences between being a dentist and orthodontist and a prosthodontist sure so a dentist which is what i am uh we can do cross a niche in any field, you know, there's dentists that do everything. There are dentists that uh, do mainly implants. There's dentists that do mainly, uh, you know, crowns, fillings. So a dentistry, a general dentist can do all of these things, but it's when you get into private practice, it depends how you want to formulate the way uh, the, the clients that you treat or the way you want your office to be. If you, if you know, if you, most people want to do what they like. So if you like process work, you're going to start making your, patient pool that kind of patient that needs the process kind of work whether it be by certain marketing or uh, referrals from patients that you've already treated that just is how your uh, private practice starts forming you know if that's the way you want to do it a lot of these a lot of general dentists they do they like to do everything they like to do family dentistry so they treat a whole array of all of the procedures they learn in dental school so an orthodontist i think that's a little bit of a different specialty where they focus on uh, people trying to align their teeth they use the body's own um, biological systems to kind of straighten teeth there's nothing artificial prosthodontics if you if you translate it it means the study of prosthetics so prosthetics is actually things that are artificial yeah Uh, the thing with orthodontics is it's actually using your own biology you know the osteoblast and osteoclast to kind of move teeth and move the bone and and really change the patient's formation into aligning all of their teeth all right 
Okay, so my next question is for someone that is a high school student like myself. Do you think there's any specific classes that we should be taking in high school that would gear us towards or like help us that people that want to pursue a career in the dental field? I do. I think so. Um, I think, you know, unfortunately, in uh, when I was in dental school, a lot of people, there was a few of them early on, whether it be in the first year or second year that that dropped out or they got kicked out because you know, it really wasn't for them. And by was uh, by the meaning of what it wasn't for them is, you know, dentistry is, is a lot of hand eye coordination, a lot of manual dexterity, you have to be able to, you know, make things. Uh, and it has you, a part of your brain also has to be doing kind of problem solving as well. Because when you're dealing with something as, as, as small of a space, as you are in dentistry, you know, you're talking about millimeters. So uh, your hand-eye coordination really has to be um, pretty sharp. So I would say a lot of uh, people, when I was studying, we would do sculpting classes mm. where you can, you know, that's that where you can mold shapes and, you know, you have a vision of something, but you bring it to form with your hands. That's a lot of what dentistry is. Uh-huh. And I think a lot of puzzles as well, where, you, you know, they if you go look at uh, one of the, categories on the DAT, which is the dental aptitude test, it's PAT. And a lot of it is, okay, what key will fit in this hole? A lot of mind puzzles that will cause your brain to think about different shapes and and a lot of things. So I think, you know, um, a lot of puzzles are good. And I think uh, sculpting and use a plaster and all and um, ceramist where they make the plates and stuff like that. So I think that's, that's pretty good. Okay. And my next question is, what do you think are some of the most important skills in general that you do need when wanting to become like a prosthodontist or a dentist? So I think actually, um, it's not only clinical, you know, a lot of these patients, when they come to you, they have endured so much. A lot of the, a lot of what the workload of prosthodontics is, is restoring mouths that have, that they have lost all of their teeth. So you need to think about the psychology of a person who's gone through that. You know, by the time they've come to you, they're frustrated. Uh, you know, they've probably seen so many different dentists. And I think of a lot of it is patient management. And but by management, I mean, you know, psychology. You have to be able to know how to talk to someone, be very personable and likable because, you, you, you know, a lot of this work is very difficult and you're going to go on a journey with this a patient who the journey may be up to a year or so, you know, so a lot of it is just uh, managing patient expectations and, you know, a lot of their psychology. So I think just find knowing how to talk to people is a really big skill that will make you successful in dentistry, but also in any profession. Yes. Like building a personal connection with your client really helps yeah, with the process. For sure. For sure. So my final question is, what do you think is the best thing a student can do if they are looking to pursue a career in dentistry, such as like internships or shadowing? So I I really think, you know, you can be reading all of these things and you can, you know, watch YouTube videos, but really going and shadowing and seeing how the day of a life of a dentist is or a dental practice is uh, and really knowing, you know, having a mentor who can tell you what is the best part of his day, what is the worst part of his day. And I think having a mentor is the number one. And if you have a mentor who's also a dentist that you can shadow, 
that's even a double whammy and that's that's probably the best situation so i would say find someone that you that is a mentor that you look up to and that you want to kind of emulate so uh i think having a mentor is the number one thing and also if, if that if you can shadow that mentor that's the best okay yeah so that right that wraps up the interview thank you so much again dr jacob my pleasure Actually, one of the one of the reasons I wanted to do it also because you said Thousand Oaks. My first job, actually, was in Thousand Oaks. Oh, really? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all over on uh, Avenida de los Arbolos. I don't know if you know where that. Oh yeah, yeah. I I drive right there all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so Thousand Oaks is very special to me. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much again for this. No problem. No problem. Good luck to whoever listening. Good luck to you guys. Just work hard and uh, and try your best.